Hello and greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining me once again on the Traveling Pulpit. It just does my heart such a great deal of joy to know that I am able to share with you once again what thus says the Lord and 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 to know that that the word is going out. The 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 listeners are coming in, which means that you're not only listening, you're sharing. And I will continue to encourage you to share uh, this message after you hear it with your loved ones, uh, your husbands, your wives, your children, your neighbors, your co-workers, uh, strangers, whoever you think, which is everyone, needs the word of God. Thank you for sharing this podcast with them. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about something that's very, very pressing on my heart today. And and I know that that it speaks volumes to what's going on in the role of this country right now. And that is human trafficking. You know, there is uh, where there was a man in prison uh, to be to be um, to be arraigned on human trafficking charges and he committed suicide uh, not too long ago and and that we have someone uh in charge um uh, of this country um that is involved in human trafficking and but it seems that that uh, right now it's an it's an untouchable situation but we know as believers and followers of Christ, we know prayer changes things. What I mean or what I'm saying is that we are seeing men and women being put in cages, locked away, separated from one another. Children being taken from 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 family members, uh, you know, parents and being given to strangers. We are seeing children who go off to school in the morning, having both parents there to come home in the afternoon to no one in empty house. Because of what's going on or because of the leadership that is taking hold of this land and they are using the the power that they have. To separate families. Now, I, if you don't know this, I'm black. African, whatever you want to call me, I'm black. And I know that this has happened before. People were brought to this country against their will. And they were used to build this country against their will, human trafficking. So that they don't, so that they now are trying not to be a, a, a part of this country, human trafficking. So this kind of in the modern day is kind of like what happened back in that day. But to clarify some things, that was not always so. You see, the Bible, the basic instruction before leaving earth, it was read by someone in that day and time. Because how did they know to do this? See, the Bible is very old. Very, 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 very old. 
but it still speaks the truth in this very day and time because the Bible, when it's closed, is like any other book. It will sit on the shelf like any other book. It will hold your drink like any other book. But when you open it, it is not like any other book because the Bible is life. There is life in the word. And when you open it up, that life comes out and it presents itself to you in a manner that you cannot control. And that is why the Bible is such a threat. In this world, not just this country, in this world, because God speaks through this book. God has a chosen vessel in Christ Jesus who came to this world to tell us about his father and the benefits for serving his father. There were three books that talks about the Christian history of the United States. They are the light and the glory from sea to shining sea and sounding forth the trumpet. Three books written by Peter Marshall and David Manuel that talked about the Christian history of the United States and how we got to this place now. And it's it is surprising to some, maybe not to all, but it's surprising to some that Christopher Columbus, the man that has been given credit for discovering America, did not discover the America but a America, he discovered South America. You see, some, again, are surprised, some are not. Christopher Columbus was a Christian. He was a man that was looking or trying to bring the word of God to the heathen land. A Spaniard by, by birth, he went to the, the king of Spain trying to trying to bring forth the word to the heathen land where the king wanted to know what he would get out of it, because being a king, he was in control of the people. He regulated to the people. He delegated to the people and he was in control of the people because he was over the people. And so Christopher Columbus could not get what he wanted. From the king. But in turn, Christopher Columbus got from the church, not the building, the people. He got from the church because Christopher Columbus read this book and it was the church, not the building, the people that gave him the money to put together a ship to put together navigators and people who could understand and read maps like he could because Christopher Columbus was a Christian and he came to what is called, what is now called, I think, I believe it's the Rio de Janeiro area where they have the statue of Jesus Christ standing on the high mountain overlooking the, the, the city of Rio de Janeiro. He brought that word to them and they accepted it. Now, there were people traveling with him as they were coming up the canal that went into what is now known as Texas and were slaughtered. You have to read these books. You have to understand the Christian history of the United States. God's word was not accepted everywhere like it is today. But he still brought the word because God was in him to bring the word to the people. Just like I'm doing just like you're listening and just like you will do also. It is in you to take the word of God to the people. 
And before every mission, Christopher Columbus prayed. What got Christopher Columbus in trouble was the treasures he found in South America. He was to bring back to the king. Christopher Columbus found himself in trouble because he would not do that. He wouldn't take it back to the king because being a Christian, it was for God and not for man. So the pressure of being placed under house arrest caused him to drink. The pressure of being in open sea under under the king's, um, uh, what, what do you call, uh, uh, going for the king. Now, the king didn't send him. The church sent him. But the king had to put his his he didn't have to put his approval on it. He put his he he put his um he put he put it he put his weight on Christopher Columbus. That 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 that'd be a better word to say. And he made Christopher Columbus uh bring back whatever it was he found for the king. Christopher Columbus couldn't do that. I mean it's hard to hear these things, but if you will read if you will go in, if you will study, if you will put in the time and the work and the effort, you will find these things. But we were told Christopher Columbus did, didn't do this. He didn't do that. He was a nasty man. He was, you know, he was this, he was that, he was a killer. No, there was someone who was already on this con on this continent, on this land, doing those things by the name of John Smith, who was sent by the King of England. And I know it's a lot of information, but see, that is what I've been studying. These are the things that I've studied. Someone had to read this book to know these things. And if you read this book and look at the times that we're living in, this book, the Bible, is telling us everything we need to know. But you would have to read it to find it out. See, when Africans came to this country, so many of us came that they had to pass a law that said no more African import. See, Africans came to this country for, 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 for a seven year work passage contract. Africans came here. Yes, they did. They came here to work for seven years. And once their seven years were up, they were given their freedom. They were given the tools they need to go and cultivate their own land. That's why they went west. That's why they went west. But here in the book of Exodus. Now, now check this out. Exodus one, the eighth chapter that I'm sorry, Exodus, the first chapter, the eighth verse. Forgive me. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with heavy burdens. They built for Pharaoh store cities. Pitam and Ramses, but the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and the more they spread abroad. And the Egyptians were in dread of the people of Israel. You see, coming to this country during those seven years or coming to this land, it wasn't a country yet. It was just a land and going west. The more Africans came over that did their seven years, the more left. See, you have to think in minds that there were there were Hundreds of thousands of people here before a recorded history. 
When there was a recorded history in what is the 13 colonies, Georgia and South Carolina were in Philadelphia talking about the, the, the demise of cotton pickers and tobacco pickers. Well, New York, who was using the cotton to make clothes at that time, told them in a closed door meeting, Georgia and South Carolina, if you bring them here, we'll pay the shipping and handling. So what did they do? They stopped doing what they were doing. They start to build ships. They built ships with soundproof rooms. They built ships with trap doors. They built ships that were able to to. Um, uh, able to do things that inspectors would not find because when they passed a law to prevent African, uh, inter, uh, African transport, they put out on posts, um, uh, these, these, these inspectors, which is why in Annapolis, you have cobblestone, uh, steps because Annapolis where they would drop off the people was the second stop after they dropped them off at the first stop because they were bringing over horses and cows and chickens, things of that nature. Then they would go 20, 30 miles down the, down the river and they would drop off people. Now think in terms of this, if all they brought over were the men in chains, where were the women? What were the women doing? Because they had to bring the women just like they brought the men but all you hear about is how they brought the men locked up in chains. Well, what were the women doing? See, if you look at an African, a pure African, and you look at a black man, they don't look the same. They may have the same background, but they don't have the same features. You put that together for yourself and you'll come up with the answer. I'm just a messenger. That's all I am. But these books written by David Manuel and Peter Marshall, the co-authors, tell the story of the Americas. They tell the story of how this continent became the America. And they tell the story of how we are interacting today. I mean, it's, 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 it tells the story of the Christian history of the United States. Puritans were the first to bring the word of God into the United States. They brought forth the word of God from England to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. You know, what is strange about that, but what is so... Um, uh, well, put it this way. Cape Cod, Massachusetts is the birthplace of Christianity, right? They have made a statue in Cape Cod, Massachusetts to honor God for their safe passage to the Americas to bring forth the word of God to America. Well, it wasn't but just a few years ago that the right for the, the Homosexuality Act it was passed in Massachusetts. Again, I will put, I will let you figure that out on your own, but I will say this, a copycat has to do the very thing that God does. 
taking you back to the garden. If you eat this fruit, you'll surely die. Going back to the garden. Did God actually say, if you eat this fruit, you shall surely die. See, the copycat has to do everything that the master does to appear master like or masterful. But he's not. He's a copycat. He's a destroyer. So with the human trafficking that's going on in this country now, it's nothing new to people who have already experienced it hundreds of years before. It's all in repeating copycat. Like I said, I didn't have a lot to say today. I that was something that was really heavy on my heart to to talk about today. Uh, you know, I understand. I really you know, I try to have a message each week from the Bible to give to you. But sometimes, sometimes there are things that press on me that need to be said that the Bible talks about that I bring forth to you. And so I just want to thank you for listening to this week's message. I want to thank you for, for allowing me to deliver this message to you. You know, the, the word of God is not for everybody. This, 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 this message is not for everybody. I understand that. But this message, just like the word of God, is to bring awareness so that you will make a choice. And that choice for you today is to pray if you so decide to do so. That's all I'm asking, that you pray, that you find time to pray, that you make time to pray, that you make prayer a part of your life, that it becomes a priority, that before you make that next purchase, you pray. Before you enter that relationship, you pray. Before you enter that building, you pray. Before you start your shift, you pray. That is all I'm doing. And that is all I've been asked to do. But again, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'll be here on Wednesday once again, delivering a message. Also, I uh, just want to thank you. You know, um, you can reach me at the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. Uh, let me know where you're listening from. Uh, if you like the podcast, you don't like the podcast. I hope that you do like the podcast, but just know that there are things that, that are, they're always going on. They're always changing. And I want you to be aware of those things that are coming up. I love you. I hope that you will uh, not only listen, but also share, share with your friends, share with your fam family, share with your children, your in-laws, your coworkers, strangers on the street, anybody that you know needs God's word. I hope that you pray. Now let us pray and be dismissed. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debtors as we forgive those. Forgive us of our trespassers as we forgive those who trespass against us and deliver us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Family, thank you so much. I uh, look forward to doing this with you on Wednesday. I love you and tell somebody about Jesus. Bye for now.